0: Hello, Final Destination listeners. Are you struggling to get to sleep? Are you struggling to stay focused while at work or even uh, on the ride to work? Listen, head over to YouTube and look up Waves of Paradise, 30-minute motivational meditation and relaxation videos. Make sure to comment, not your Final Destination, in the comment section when you subscribe. A guy that for a lot of people, you sort of embody the idea of hardening your mind and figuring out a way to do things that most people think are impossible. You've sort of become that guy. How'd you become that guy? You know what? I grew up not that guy. They see me now as the guy that with his shirt off who can do 4,030 pull-ups in 17 hours, who can run 205 miles in 39 hours, who can do all this crazy shit. But what they don't understand is they don't understand the journey that it took me to get to this point. My dad beat the shit out of me when I was growing up. My dad owned skating rinks, he owned bars, he ran prostitutes from Canada to Buffalo, New York. My dad was a big time pimp, big time hustler. Anything bad about a person, he was that kind of guy. Beat the shit out of me, the shit out, you know, out of my mom. There was an incident one time when my mom got knocked out on top of the stairs, and he drug her down the stairs by her hair. In my mind, I, I was always afraid. My whole life I was afraid, but I had this fucking voice, this, this conscience, that would always be battling me, saying, hey, you got to get up and do something. I didn't want to do shit. And I have a big-time learning disability. Cause my dad didn't believe in us going to school. So when I went to school, my, my learning disability, I had social anxiety. I was just a jacked-up kid from living in this tortured home. So all the insecurities I had when I was a kid with my father, it just got worse and worse and worse. And this shit haunted me. And that voice that I talked about, it kept talking louder and louder and louder. But I was doing nothing about it. From the age of 19 to the age of 22, I gained 125 pounds. I went from 175 to almost 300. 297 was my heaviest. And I started finding things that was comfortable. And the more things I found comfortable, the more uncomfortable my mind was. Because that voice I was telling you about, it, it always was there. I was just trying to avoid that conscience. I wanted to be left alone from that conscience and it wouldn't leave me alone. What changed, I watched this Discovery Channel show, class 224. Class 224. You get treated like the absolute lowest form on earth. And you really got to find it within yourself to say, you know, I know I can do it. I know I can finish it. I know I can do anything they throw at me. Uh, that's where it builds characters. You find out if you got it in yourself. Uh, I watched the show and it made me reflect big time on the piece of shit that I am and. I'm exactly what people said I was gonna be. I was watching these guys going through Hell Week. Hell Week, the most dreaded week of BUDS. It's the ultimate test of one's physical and mental motivation, a round-the-clock regimen of intensive physical training and harassment with as little as four hours of sleep during the entire week. And these guys are ringing the bell, quitting, dropping their helmet down, rolling out. A lot of guys just leaving. And it made me reflect on my fears, my insecurities. And I saw real men, what I thought were real men who were staying, who were overcoming adversity, who were overcoming all these different things that I had blamed so many fucking people in my life my, my dad, my mom for not being there, my learning disability, my, my skin color. And so um, I sat there for a while and I was like, no one's gonna fucking come to help me. No one's gonna fucking come to help me. It's, it's fucking me against me, period. I had the man up and I said first the first thing I start doing is facing every fucking fear I have. So I started calling recruiters up. I said, I'm gonna go be a fucking Navy SEAL. There's a weight and height limit to get in the military. And I was six foot one and 297. And I called this guy named Steven Saljo, a recruiter up. And he said, hey, come on in. He saw me, put me through the weight standard, all this other stuff. And to get into the class I had to get into, I had to lose 106 pounds in less than three months. So I was like, fuck that. I can't do that. I grabbed my chocolate milkshake and went back to Ecolab where he sprayed for cockroaches. I'm going back to work, man. This is my life. I don't like cockroaches too much I hit the mother load of cockroaches and I sat there and said this is my life this ain't gonna be it for me so I quit my job got back in my Ecolab lab truck and I went home so my first run when I decided to lose the weight I was like I said 297 I was about 32% body fat my idea was to run 4 miles for my first run I didn't know How bad it's going to fucking hurt me. I used to run before I was fat. And I was like, fuck it, I can do this. I ran a quarter mile and walked home. I walked home and sat on my couch and cried. I said, man, I can't fucking do this shit. I I don't know what I'm going to do. And my mind just kept fucking with me. And kept fucking, you're not good enough, man. This isn't for you, man. These guys are the best motherfuckers on the planet Earth. You're not that. How do you move forward? What it was, and it's kind of funny, I was obsessed with Rocky. And I would fast forward with the little VHS tapes to round 14. Round 14 fucked me up like nobody's business. Hard left in the right combination. What is keeping him up, Bill? I don't know. When Apollo Creed beat the fucking shit out of Rocky, beat the shit out of him, he kept fighting. He was a dumb fighter, couldn't read, couldn't write. That was me. He was in that corner, and everybody was saying, stay the fuck down. Down, down, stay down. Apollo dancing around with his arms in the air. And him getting up, him getting up, Apollo Creed raises his arms up in the fucking air, turned around, thought he won the fight. He turns around and sees this guy getting up, and it was the face of Apollo Creed that changed my life. The face of Apollo Creed. It was like, just by that motherfucker getting up, not winning, just by him getting the fuck up, Rocky had taken his soul, had literally taken his soul. His, his head goes down. He looks at him like, Who, what the fuck are you? I want it to be that. I want to be the guy that people looked at. I don't care if you like liked me or didn't like I don't, I don't care. But it said, this motherfucker is going to keep coming after whatever the fuck is in front of him. I wanted that. I wanted that. I wanted that worse than anything in the world. I kept picturing me falling down and getting up. I wanted to feel something besides defeat. I wanted to just go the distance. I say what if a lot. It sounds corny and it sounds weak, but it's true. What story would it be if my fucking fat, dumb, insecure ass can overcome this shit? What if I can be a seal, man? How would that feel? To, to, to go from this fat, insecure motherfucker to one of the best guys on the planet Earth, this journey is going to take something that is going to be incomprehensible to most people. So I would sit on my couch saying, Who at 297 who can't fucking swim that great, who's scared of the fucking water, would have the fucking balls? Who had the balls to fucking man up, quit a job, and to put everything on himself? So it's how I started talking to myself and put myself in a whole different category and that would fuel me the next day and I just kept using that as fuel and fuel. No one would do this shit. No one would do this shit. You're the best motherfucker around. You're the best motherfucker ever lived. I just kept fueling me with the, with, with the right kind of message that I needed to hear that I was never telling myself. So it became from being defeated to like, man, all right, motherfucker, maybe the you know, Marvin go 0.75. But I started realizing I can't run that far. So what I did was I became damn near a professional cyclist with the miles I put on the bike. I rode a bike a lot to, to, to lose the first initial kind of weight because my, my bones were just hurting so bad. My body was just broken. And then the bike got easier. I was able to run more. I went from like one mile, one mile was a great accomplishment, two miles and then from two to three was a big one. Then I went from three to six. They have a warning order that they give people to get ready for buds and the whole thing was running six miles five days a week and that was my goal. I failed. I go back to scratch. I use some positive motivation. I have like one day where I'm like fucking defeated. But I started realizing this is part of the process. This is part of the journey versus just saying like I used to. I'm just not good enough. We always say that shit. I'm just not good enough and then we try something else. I'm going to fucking make myself good enough, and that became my mentality. I had to invent a guy that didn't exist. I had to invent a guy that can take any pain, any suffering, any kind of judgment. I had to build this callous mind, and I built it through suffering. I built it through downright fucking just crushing myself. If, if it was raining outside at 3 o'clock in the fucking morning, if it was snowing, my instinct was we got to fucking go out there. Anything that was fucking horrible in my life that I would normally say no, that was inhumane to most people, I had to go do it and I lost the weight. I went back to recruiter, I got into that class and I went through three Navy SEAL Hell Weeks in one year. Only got to ever be in three Hell Weeks in one year to my knowledge. The first one I didn't make it through, the next two I did. I, I didn't stop anymore from there. And I started realizing through this through this process that the fucking mind is what you created. And I started opening different doors that I didn't think were even there, that I didn't think even existed. And the more doors I opened up, the more I started realizing that my potential is damn near endless. If anybody knows my life story, and I'll try to give you a, a, just a snippet of it to get through where I'm at now. There's nothing but pride I have for myself that I can't really, I can't really show people, because I have this face, I have this face that they see like, are you happy? What's wrong with you? You're missing the story, man. Am I happy? What the fuck do you think? Don't misunderstand the passion in which I speak for not being intensely happy. But I'm not done. No, I have a lot more shit to do. A lot more shit to do.